Hey, what up, everybody? Welcome back. Bienvenidos. New episode, new week, episode seven. We are rolling along. Thank you, everybody, for tuning back in. As always, I really appreciate it. I uh, hope you all have had a good week. Hope you had a good weekend. Hope maybe you got some rest and relaxation. Maybe rest and relaxation isn't your rest and relaxation. Maybe doing work, getting out there. Maybe you went on a nice hike. Maybe you got. Maybe you you went to an elevated surface on this earth. Maybe you thought you know what it's it's not very relaxing. The sea level that I'm at right now, you know what I need? I need a mountain. I need to get on a mountain, exert some energy, some jewels. I think J-O-U-L-E-S. That's a that's a scientific term for energy, I believe. I need to you know, put some jewels out into this world, elevate myself by hiking up a mountain, get to the pinnacle of it, and then I will feel some relaxation because the air is just better out there. There's less of it because you're higher up, but it's just better air. Maybe that's what you did. If you did... I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a, a water afterwards. Maybe some protein to follow the physical activity that you engaged in. Um, otherwise, I hope you had a good week. I'm back home. I'm back here uh, in Los Angeles, and it feels good. Michigan was wonderful. Had a great time in Michigan, but boy, does it feel good to be back home. There is no better drug, no better drug than getting back into your bed after you've been away from it. It's just, there's, it's comfort, it's familiarity. You could have a, an awful bed. Even if you have an uncomfortable bed and you go sleep in a bed that's better than your bed, your bed feels better. I don't care. You could literally, your bed could be made of rat carcasses and it's better than a sleep number sofa because it's just yours, you know? You could literally have a bed made of gushers and it's sticky, and, you know, it smells good. I mean, listen, if you got a bed made of Gushers, it's going to smell delicious. That high fructose corn syrup has to smell delicious. I can't imagine a world in which it doesn't. But if, you, uh, if you're doing that, that's, that's going to be better. It's, it's going to be better than, uh, than another bed. I don't care if you're at the Four Seasons, and there's nothing better than the one season that is your apartment. I'm adjusting the levels right now uh, on my mic. Because I think it was a little hot. I think we peaked. What if I go real fast? See, now that we're peaking. We're peaking. Did I just fuck up all of your ears? I apologize in advance. I should have checked that before I started. That would have been a good idea. But that's that's what happens when you do it on your own. Um, so, yeah, it was good to be back. It was the way back. I don't know what I did. I don't know what karma... Uh, I have bestowed upon myself to deserve this. But my girlfriend and I, Zoe and I, just have the worst luck when it comes to getting back home. It's like every time we try to get back home, it is a trek. It is just like our, a flight gets canceled, a flight gets delayed. I don't know. When we came back from South America, we got stuck in Colombia for a night, which sounds like the worst. Like I was like, I got to spend a night in Medellin. Was it Medellin? No, it was Bogota. I don't know. We didn't spend a night in Bogota, okay? It wasn't a night in Bogota. We spent a night in a hotel in Bogota by the airport, but it could have been Cincinnati, and it was the same. The only difference is everything was cheaper. But when you, when you're, when in your head, when you're on your way to go back home, you're, you're thinking, when I fall asleep tonight, I'm going to be in my bed, right? I'm going to be, you know, firing up the television and watching Bachelor in Paradise, right? Maybe take a little melatonin. 
and I'm going to get some Z's in my bed. I'm going to have my pillow, my sheets, linen sheets. We just got linen sheets. I'm I'm looking forward to the new linen sheets. We washed them a few times now. They're softer. I'm ready to sleep in some clouds, some linen clouds. I'm looking forward to it. Then you, you, you get on the flight and American or Delta or Avianca, whichever airline, wherever, decides to go, nah, you're sleeping at uh, a Holiday Inn express not even regular holiday Inn. it's it's the express version it's like when it's like i saw a mcdonald's express uh recently when we were driving down the highway mcdonald's it was like mcdonald's express some version of it mcdonald's to go isn't every mcdonald's mcdonald's express what is there fine dining mcdonald's i know there's a nice taco bell is there a nice mcdonald's no there isn't anyway you're going to stay at a Holiday Inn express where they're going to give you a toothbrush but the toothbrush is made of i don't know Lead, we'll just call it lead. It's made of lead and broken dreams. You're going to sleep on a pillow that we haven't washed the cover to. Is there something on it? Maybe. You'll find out. That's that's the prize. You don't get a cookie when you check in. You get maybe some sort of a disease by sleeping in the bed. Maybe you do. Maybe you wake up and uh, you have Bell's palsy. You know, Maybe that's what happens. Maybe you get a little Bell's palsy. The face goes down. I don't know, right? But something's going to happen. Whatever. So... We got stuck in Columbia on the way back uh, in December. And then this time around, we she lives like four and a half hours or like, I don't know. It's a, it's a decent drive, like four, five, six hours north of Chicago, right? So we're driving down to Chicago. Great. The drive's real nice. Get some ice cream, right? A little soft serve, Wisconsin dairy. Put some sprinkles on it. Delicious. Wonderful. We get to the airport and I... As we're getting to the airport, our flight was originally supposed to be at 10.15 p.m., landing in L.A. at 12.30 a.m. We get a delay on the way to the airport. First delay was just like 30 minutes. Second delay, another 20 minutes. So now the flight's delayed about 50 minutes. Not horrible, right? It's okay. Fine. We're going to get to L.A. at 1.20 now. It's not. Is it the best? No. Is it the worst? We'll survive. It's not a big deal. Then the flight gets delayed to 12.20. Is a 1220 flight. Now I'm my, you know, the 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 intuition is going off. It's like, oh, I think this is possibly gonna be a problem. I feel like once you get to that third delay, you're in potential cancellation territory, right? You're in a world. So we kind of check in at the airport and her dad had dropped us off. So we went to check if there was any news, and they go, You gotta go in, you know, past TSA, past check-in, uh, past security to find out more information on the flight. So, you know, he leaves, he lives in Chicago. Um so he goes, you know, to, to to his apartment, and uh, we go through security, and we go to check in, and we go to the American support desk. Lovely people, right? For the most part, by the way, most people that work in airports and work for airlines, they're very lovely people. A lot of them, you know, are there some that kind of suck? Yeah. Are there some that sort of curmudgeons? Are there some that are personified expired crunch bars? Yes. Some of them, though, lovely, fresh, not expired chocolate bars, ready to make your day better if they can. All it takes a lot of the time is to just treat them like a human being, which apparently a lot of people forget. Apparently, some people think just because a corporation screwed up, fucking it's Tom's fault. It's it's Tom's fault, it's Claire's fault, and now I'm going to scream at Tom and Claire. Don't scream at Tom and Claire. They're just trying to get home and pay the bills. Now, if Tom's a dick, that's a different story, but most of the time, they're not. So the American person we talked to is this woman, very nice. And, uh, you know, we asked her, we're like, hey, we just want to make sure, find out what happened. Apparently there were maintenance issues coming 
from Phoenix. The plane was going from Phoenix to Chicago to LA. Um, and she said there were some maintenance issues with the plane in Phoenix. And, you know, I don't like hearing that. I don't. Like, I know maintenance issues are probably, like, small and, like, normally. And they that there's always some maintenance issue. Not always. But, like, you know, it happens with planes. And then they fix it, and it's good. But when I hear maintenance issues, I get worried. I, I get scared. I go, oh, okay, cool. This is going to be... Uh, this is, this is questionable. We'll, 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 we'll see. I'm going to get on the plane. Is it going to be a final destination situation? Hopefully not. Do I know? No, I don't. Am I still going to watch a movie that's going to make me cry and hopefully, you know, kind of put me in a melancholy state that it puts me at ease a little bit? Yeah, probably. Am I going to watch the equivalent to Marley and me? Yes. Am I going to watch fighting with your family, which I did watch eventually when we got on the plane? Yes, I did. Did I cry? Yes, I did. How many times? Five times. Five times did that little did that did that little 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 boy and girl who grew up wrestling and then one of them one of I'm not gonna spoil I'm not gonna spoil the movie, but did uh did a movie about somebody pursuing their hopes and dreams and the tribulations that go along with that and the uh the interpersonal relationships and pitfalls that happen along the way hit me emotionally? Yeah. Okay. Did I use uh a Biscoff rapper to put some of the snot that came out while I cried into it? Yes, I did. All right. There was a Biscoff cookie. Then there was my boogers. Biscoff to boogie. Boogers. Anyway, rewind it. I'm all over the place. <laughs> so she tells us it's fine. Nothing to worry about. And I'm like, just to make sure there's not going to be like any crew issues. Cause that happens, right? Sometimes I think the crew times out. That's the thing. And it's 1220 when, when we're supposed to take off. So like you're going to the end of the day. I don't know when the crew checked in. She's like, no, you're good. You have nothing to worry about. And I believed her. She told me that I have nothing to worry about. And I believed her. I don't, rem I don't remember her name. I'm going to call her Alice. I believed Alice. I, I, I said, Alice, you seem like a trustworthy person. You seem like somebody that if you even had a hunch that there was the possibility of, of this not working out well for us, that you would let us know. But she did not let us know. And it did not work out great. Because what proceeded to happen was at 12.20, the plane lands. And the plane landed probably at like 12 o'clock, rather. People are getting off the plane. And it's 12.20 now, and like they just got done getting off the plane. So now it's definitely going to be delayed a little bit. And I'm kind of paying attention. I'm reading the body language of the people working the desk at the airport. And here's how you know if it's about to go badly for you. Here's how you know if there's going to be a cancellation or a major delay. If they look scared... It's the same rule as if when you're on the air, in the air, if the flight attendants look worried, be worried. We talked about that in another episode. If the people working the desk at the airport look worried, be worried. You know, you're at it, just be worried because they know that they're going to have to deal with some shit now. They're going to have to deal with some angry people. So I go up, I inquire as to what's going on. And what I pretty much pick up, I'm like eavesdropping on the employees and they think they're whispering, they think they're quiet, but I have supersonic hearing. I, I'm i picking up everything, all right? I don't know, I, I can't read lips, but maybe I can because they were quiet and my brain processed the words. And essentially what they were saying was the, the pilots were gonna time out. The pilots didn't have enough time to get, they had to get off the air at like 12.39. They had to be in the air in order if not, then they timed out and there needs to be like an eight hour wait. And it was like 1234 and nobody aboard. It's just like, we're not taking off. This is going to get canceled. So then they say, they let us know the flight got delayed. 
to the next day because they didn't want to rebook everybody. So they were like, they're telling everybody, all right, everyone, the flight got delayed to tomorrow, right? And everyone's like, so it got canceled. And there's this British woman back there. I'm very bad with accents, but there's a British woman back there. And she's like, she's really sticking to her story. She goes, no, the flight was not canceled. The flight was delayed. Okay. If it was canceled, you would be rebooked, but it's delayed because what we're essentially going to do is going to, we're going to put the, 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 the pilots, the pilots are going to go ahead. We're going to put them in a hotel because the pilots need to rest. It's an FAA uh, guideline, right? So they need to rest. So in order for them to rest, we're delaying the flight. The You're going to be taking off on this plane in the morning. You know, we don't know what time yet, either 8, 9, 10, or 11. And they're like, so the flight's canceled. People are up in arms. They are treating this like it is a travesty. It is the end of the world. They're like, oh, so the flight is canceled. And she's like, no, it's delayed. And they're like, no, no, so, so it's canceled. And like, she's like, no, it's delayed. And they're like, no, it's it's canceled. Technically, it's not canceled. Yo, are you really arguing semantics with people right now? Is this the is this the hill that you want to die on? So then they tell us that they're gonna give us hotels and meal vouchers, and then the hotels apparently a bunch of stuff got canceled. So all the local hotels like near the airport were all booked up. So they give us hotels that were like fifteen miles away, and I I yelped those hotels. You think they give you three hotel options? You think I'm not gonna yelp those hotels? Anybody that doesn't Yelp a hotel before they go to the hotel, what what are you doing? Yelp the hotel. Find out. Does it say bed bugs in any of the reviews? If it does, there's probably a problem. Don't do it, okay? Now, you take the hotel reviews with a grain of salt because there's some people that just love to complain and they'll say the hotel is bad, but the hotel's not really that bad. But if you see bed bugs anywhere, like I don't care about staff being rude. I could care less, okay? Like, do I appreciate when people are nice? For sure. But if it's clean and it, it and like and I'm not gonna wake up with scoliosis, I'm happy, right? I don't need the staff to to you know to welcome me and address me, you know, like a human being. Treat me like a lizard. Treat me like an amphibian if you want to. That's fine. Do you treat amphibians? I I personally treat amphibians with respect, but maybe I think a lot of people probably treat amphibians like other things. I don't treat amphibians with respect. I've never interacted with an amphibian. I don't know. Would I treat an amphibian with respect? Yes. But have I? I don't know. I've never been in a situation. This riff really went off the rails. Um, <laughs> so I don't need that. But I looked up the Yelp reviews, and they were all very, very, very questionable hotels. So then I tell Zoe we need to... We should, we should stay at your dad's place because he lives closer and that'll be better and they'll give us a voucher. But what I did was I got, I, I could see the cancellation. I had psychic, psychic powers. I could see the future. So I went to the front before anybody else. You know, there's 155 people that need to go get their vouchers now because they need to print out the meal vouchers and the cab vouchers. I got up there and the guy is in the process of giving me my cab voucher and my meal voucher and somebody comes up and whispers in his ear and he walks away. I mean, he, he got up you know, he's just click, 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 click. You know how like they're always like, they're, I don't know why they press so many buttons to do something simple. It feels like it should be a shortcut key. No shortcut keys in apparently, air, you know, airline processing systems. Um, he's just going away and somebody comes and whispers something in his ear and this dude just looks up. <sighs> Let's out a breath. And his breath just, if it's like the breath whispered just like traveled through the air and was just like fuck 
and he walked away. He walked away like he just ended someone's soul in a rap battle. Like he walked away like he just like he just like 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 he just committed a murder. Like he just committed a crime and he walks away and I was like, "Oh, this isn't good." So what happened? The flight was canceled. So they canceled the flight. I got my meal voucher. We got out of there. And eventually they pretty much, we called right away to get rebooked and they rebooked us on the flight the following day at like five. Great. So we, you know, stay the night in Chicago. That was fine. Once again, did we spend a night in Chicago, a day in Chicago? No, we were just in the apartment and then went back to the airport, but still we got some rest at that point. It was better because we would have gotten into LA like super duper late, like very, very late. And we would have been so tired and the day would have been away. So like, at least this way we got to get like a good, good night's rest. Um, but they give you one meal voucher for twelve dollars, and what's what's that? What's twelve dollars gonna give me? Get me in an airport? Honestly, though, what like what what meal am I really gonna get for twelve dollars in an airport? I'm gonna get. Am I gonna be able to eat half an issue of Vogue? Is that what I'm gonna be able to do? Maybe maybe I'll get a pack of Mentos for twelve dollars. Ooh, fruit Mentos? Hell yeah! Maybe I can go ahead and get just like a little bit of the cushion in a neck pillow for $12. I hear that's super high in protein and fat. You get dual macros. It's phenomenal. Um, but yeah, so we like five o'clock and then we came back to the airport the following day. We, they, they made an announcement saying they were going to give vouchers to people if they wanted to get on a later flight. And listen, if you get to the point where like you've already been delayed for a day, the flight was only another hour and 40 minutes later with the next flight to LA. So the voucher was like $450. So I went up there. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're down. We'll take $450 each. That's like another trip somewhere in, in, in the United States round trip. Um, and she took our names down. She's like, all right, I'll let you know if we need you. And I go, what do you mean if you need me? Why are you teasing me with $900? Why are you putting me on ice? This feels... This feels like a like a job application. This feels like somebody went on monster.com. I think that's a job posting website. Went on monster.com, posted new job for the first person that applies, $300 an hour, only to work two hours a day. And we'll pay bonuses and health benefits. And you show up and you're like, oh yeah, I'm the first person that applies. I get the job. And they're like, yeah, well maybe we'll give it to you. So then, so like, you know, and then, then you start fantasizing, man. Like travel vouchers are like winning the lottery. You think to yourself like, Ooh, maybe then we'll get bumped on another flight. And then, then we get another 450. Now we're at 900. Now we're going to Hawaii. Then if we get bumped on another flight, maybe we get another 900. Now we're at 1800. Yo, we're going to Bali, you know, like, Oh, we're, we're going to go to Spain. We're going to go to España, España. Vamos a ir a España. Now you're planning a trip to, you know, to, to Barcelona, to Madrid, whatever. To Ibiza. I don't want, I don't know if, I'm sure Ibiza is really fun, but it looks like just techno music and uh, vodka. Is it a It's Ibiza, right? It's Ibiza. I know people, it's Ibiza. It's, it's Ibiza. No, it's, it's Ibiza, right? It's Ibiza. Looks horrible. People post like Instagram stories and like, it's fucking awesome. I go like, you could do that. In Cleveland. Like, you don't have to go to Ibiza to experience Ibiza, right? You could go to Cleveland. Oh, no, man, but you could, like, party all night long. You party all night long, and they play the fucking dopest music in Ibiza all the time. There's lights, and there's vodka, and champagne, and 
then they just they play the best Dylan Francis. They play Dylan Francis and Jeremiah Motherbutts. Jeremiah Motherbutts, bro, is so sick. Jeremiah Motherbutts on the ones and twos is a 10.5. It's more than a 10. It's a it's 0.5 more than 10. I'm good, dude. Take me, take me to uh, a museum instead where I could pretend to be smart. We're being honest, right? We're being honest. Um, so yeah, we finally got to LA. We spent the night in Chicago, watched some Bachelor in Paradise, and it was lovely. By the way, Bachelor in Paradise. Never watched it. Never watched Bachelor in Paradise. I haven't. All these years, I've been watching reality TV. I love reality TV. I do. Bachelor, Bachelorette. My dad and I, my dad loves it too. We watched it as a family. That was family programming. Some people watched TGIF growing up. We watched Bachelor and Bachelorette Mondays. That was that was, that was our jam. And uh, But I never watched Bachelor in Paradise. And holy shit, is it just the greatest thing. It's all of the best things of Bachelor and Bachelorette put into one and times a thousand. Um that was a bug that I just killed. Uh, and the my favorite are the people that like look really good on the show. Because they, it's just like they look so sweet. Here's the thing. People are, are like, well, what if I go on that show and they make me look like they make me look bad on that show? Listen, bro. If they make you look bad on that show for that show standard, if you look bad on Bachelor in Paradise, you probably just did some stuff that was bad. You probably did. If you look like a douchebag, you were probably a douchebag. Like nobody is just there reading sonnets, you know, to women and being reasonable as a human being looking like a douchebag. Now, how you deliver that sonnet may matter. You know, maybe you're a little bit too needy, it comes across as, but you know, maybe you're just like really in pursuit of love, but that's not the worst thing in the world. You know, there's a dude on there right now, John Paul Jones. This dude, I mean, long blonde hair, looks like he looks like like a like like an like a like a 1980s jock that ever that you think you're gonna hate, and then he just starts talking, and then you're just like, whoa, this dude has like a brain, and he's just like so sweet, and just like really seems like he's here for love, and he talks like this, but then he's like reciting Shakespeare. Like there was a whole thing where the dude was just like practicing some Shakespeare, and then he just delivered some Shakespeare like in this voice, like, oh, art thou, not thou, my love, my, my, um, and then he like drops the line, but it's adorable. It's the best, dude. I know, like, I, I should be smart and watch, like, good film and good television. But sometimes, sometimes you just need a little, you know, a glass of, a glass of cab, a little Cabernet Sauvignon and some ice cream, some mini ice cream cones from Trader Joe's, vanilla, preferably. I'll eat the chocolate, though. Holidays, mint. Is it mint? It's like a peppermint on the holidays. One of those, a little cab, a little Bachelor in Paradise. Look, am I in my soul, uh, you know, a, a housewife from Orange County? Yes. That minus the Xanax is essentially my TV viewing habits a lot of the time. How much of that has to do with the fact that I live with my girlfriend? None. None at all. That's just what I do. That's just, those are my preferences. What are you going to do about it? Judge me? Ugh, okay. Okay. <laughs> 
<sighs> man. I miss... I don't think seasonal things, those ice cream cones, those seasonal ice cream cones shouldn't be seasonal. Just have them year-round. I know you want to make it special, like the McRib or whatever, like or, or you know, like like pumpkin spice lattes. Just have the pumpkin spice latte all the time. I don't like pumpkin spice lattes, but people out there love pumpkin spice. And it's not because it just comes around every, you know, every, like, year for, like, four months. You're already doing four months of pumpkin spice latte. Once August shows up, the pumpkin spice is back, maybe end of July. Let's just say August, so that's eight. August, September, September, October, November, December. That's five months out of the year already. Just do the whole year. Just do the whole year. And then the seasonal things that people love, they just get it the whole year. I think I'm such a hypocrite. I've definitely shit on the on on like Christmas stuff coming too soon in the past. I've definitely made fun of that before. But dude, who cares? Everything that I make fun of, I enjoy when I try it. Everyone does. Anything you make fun of, you you secretly would enjoy it if you just did it. You you would. You would. Kombucha, delicious. Meditation, phenomenal. Burning Man. Look, does it look like hell? Doesn't look like my my, my jam. If I went to it, we'd probably have a good time. Ibiza. If I went to Ibiza, would I come back and be like, yo, Ibiza's dope? Yeah, I would. I, I, I probably would. Am I going to make fun of it? For sure. For sure. Is it ridiculous? Yeah. Is somebody making fun of me for watching Bachelor in Paradise and Vanderpump Rules way too much? Yeah. Did I watch all seven seasons of Vanderpump Rules after I discovered it last November? Finished it up? I don't know. Maybe, was it May? Six months? Seven seasons of Vanderpump Rules? 22 episodes plus the reunions? Watched them way too quickly? And then got to the point where I was like, ugh, I don't want, I just need to get through this because it feels like I need to escape it only to complete it. And then like two and a half weeks later, be like, you know, I really, I really miss this show. I need a little, I need a little Vanderpump in my life. Yeah. Make fun of me. Is it ridiculous? Yes. But we're all ridiculous. We all do ridiculous things to somebody, right? We're all into some shit that somebody be like, bro, really? You're ridiculous for that. You're obnoxious for it. Yeah, dude, we all have our things, all right? Some people are really into Kiwis, all right? Both the fruit and the the New Zealanders. I don't know if uh, that's an offensive term to New Zealanders. So if it is, I apologize. I've just heard Australian people refer to New Zealanders as that. But, you know, some people are just like really, really into peaches, you know? Passion fruit. Some people are passionate about passion fruit in ways that like is a little weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. Would I make fun of it? Yeah, probably. But if I gave them a chance to show me why, would I appreciate their passion for passion fruit? I would probably get it. <laughs> I probably would. It's like, just just do you, I guess, you know? And then someone's going to judge you at some point. Someone's watching my podcast, listening to my podcast, and is judging the fuck out of me. I think about it constantly. I do this. I do this. I, here's the thing. Let's... Let's get real. Here's our real moment. We're approaching the 30-minute mark, which is normally about when these podcasts end. So let's let's get real as we finish off this podcast, all right? Do I do this uh, with uh, a plethora of insecurities existing inside of me as I do it and as I put it out? Yeah, I do. Now, 
the truth is I do it because I actually like kind of have fun doing this. It's silly, you know. Uh, I'm I'm self conscious about the, the the quality of it. You know, I'm a perfectionist, and this is obviously the sort of like raw thing where I'm just sitting here and I'm just talking and spewing stuff as I go. And I hope that it kind of sticks and it's entertaining and interesting and and whatnot for people to listen to. And I'm sure there are people that don't. I mean, I know there are. I know that like if, if enough people listen to this, there are people that will hate this or that won't enjoy it or will make fun of it or will judge me for it. But, you know, just keep just you just if you enjoy it, then like you just keep doing it. When I was in high school, I started writing poems and kids would make fun of me for writing poems in high school. They just they would. Right. And I, I could have stopped, but I just kept doing it because I liked writing poems. I like making things rhyme. I liked exploring how, how words could work together to, to sound pretty and to mean certain things. I wrote a poem one time and I was like, yo, they're roaming the streets of Rome. And I was like, that's so dope. Roaming, R-O-A-M-I-N-G, the streets of Rome? Get out of here. I'm a genius. Was a genius? No, I was 18, all right? It's probably been written 100 times before. But if I just listened to the kids that made fun of me when I was younger, then like I wouldn't have continued to explore it and get to a point where I was actually pretty good at it. So like, you know, whatever you're into, just keep doing it. You love going to Ibiza, man? Don't go to Ibiza. Go to Ibiza. All right? Just because I make fun of it doesn't mean you don't go to Ibiza. Am I going to make fun of it? Yeah, because it's kind of it's kind of funny. It's it's kind of the fact that Ibiza, you could live Ibiza in Cleveland is funny, okay? It just is. But doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Just cuz people, you know, doesn't mean you shouldn't. So the point is, just be yourself. Just, you know, be yourself and work on getting better. Speaking of which, I'm working on my posture. I'm trying to get that back. I always have a problem with that, dude. This shoulder's just like legs creeping forward. The shoulder is a creep. Um, all right. I think that's it. I think that's the end of, uh, of, of this week's episode. As always, I really do appreciate you all tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, if you did enjoy it, please write a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the podcast. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, right? Uh, if uh, you're listening uh, on Spotify, thank you very much. And keep spreading it, sharing with people, all that good stuff. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, feedback, whatever, you can send me an email. It's dwcomedy2 at gmail.com. Uh, or you can uh, just go ahead and, if you don't, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at dwcomedy. So that's it. That is episode seven. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed it. Till next week, be good, be kind, and we'll see you then. Bye.